Coming up, a Sad Styles production. Get into it! On this episode of Losing Money with Andrew Baskin, we discuss the NFL Week 4 with all these people that I don't recognize. They're winners? Because they won last week? What the hell's going on? Let's get to it! He's the one that will help you bet. Then for the game, you'll be all set. Even though he may help you choose, remember you still may lose. What's up, losers, and welcome to Losing Money with Andrew Baskin. My name is Andrew Baskin, and this is your 20-ish, let's be realistic, it's going to be a longer than 20-minute sports gambling podcast where we discuss NFL Week 4. First off the top, I just want to say thank you so much for the kind responses for uh, what we did last week. We did three podcasts last week, three whole podcasts, back-to-back-to-back, on the Ryder Cup with Charlie Chalk, on NFL Week 4 with the Pans Ryder Prince, Charlie Chalk, and the Pans Ryder Prince, NFL Week 4 with Charlie Chalk, the gambler, Pans Ryder Prince, the people you will hear on this podcast, and then we did another one on UFC 266 with the gambler. Now, I bring this up only because, yes, it was a long week of podcasts, and we really appreciate you listening, but the other weird thing that happened was we won money. Everyone won money. Charlie Chalk's picks were on on the nose, absolutely on the nose for the Ryder Cup. NFL Week 4, we went 6-4 and four as a collective team. I'm not going to say who went who. And then UFC 266, the gambler was unconscious, made a ton of really good picks, and we won money. That's really good. You're listening to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom, and you are winning money? Oh, boy. False advertising if I tell you anything. But thank you so much for listening. We're going to get right back in it. NFL Week 4, and the winning is hopefully going to continue or we're going to live up to our namesake. There's nothing in between. It's one or the other. That's the way it goes. Pans Ready Prince, coming up right after the break. Joining us now is the instantly successful, never lost, undefeated, Panzerati Prince. How you doing? Never lost uh, in a week. So it's funny, actually. I'm doing great, by the way. Never. How are you? Okay, good. I'm doing very well. Thank um, you. No, it's, it's funny because last week I told everyone not to listen to me, and then I went mm-hmm. 2-0. So now I'm not sure what to say. Basically, I'm going to say, make your own decisions, people. You're an adult with free will. Figure it out. You know, I love the idea that you're like, don't listen to me because I'm going to make you lose. Now you've added a new layer of don't listen to don't listen to me because I'm going to make you lose for a different reason now entirely. Wow. They don't know that we thought they knew. We knew that they thought we knew. Of course, the man's Roddy Prince was 2-0 last week. And so he's 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 now just, just bathing in champagne and he's ready to give out some picks. So where are we going to start here? Where is your safe pick going to go? Well, my mods, I'm going to stick with what I knew last week, and I'm going to stick with the red-hot Dallas Cowboys. Oh, okay. All right. They're going to beat the 3-0 Carolina Panthers. Not to say that the Carolina Panthers are frauds Mm. by any means. I think they're surprising everybody, and and, and good for them. And I think we've all really wanted to see Sam Donald kind of finally come into his own. But I just think no one is hotter than Dallas' offense right now, and the defense is turning heads. Dallas won handedly against Philadelphia, and they did not have to use their three-headed monster wide receiver. Yep. Not once. Yep. If you look at any of the numbers, they're trash. Dak played great, great, safe football, and the running backs played amazing. But then you have this defense who's really coming into their own. And Trayvon Diggs, my goodness, oh, yeah. three, in three games. No one else has that in the league. Defensive player of the month. Let's go. I'm on the Cowboys bandwagon. Minus four and a half this week. See, I, 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 I love this pick. I think that's a really good safe pick. I, I, it's the same thing about Dallas. We, you and I both kind of were more on Dallas this year than I think a lot of people were. And I really excited by their secondary. And I didn't see that coming at all. We have Randy, uh, we have Gregory out. We have DeMarcus Lawrence out. It doesn't matter. The secondary is playing well, you know, contesting balls and they're keeping things pretty, you know, without McCaffrey, you got to like that line. Obviously it boosted up a little bit because of Dallas's performance as well. Four and a half. I, I don't care. I think it's a touchdown game. I think, I think Dallas is going to win. 
Mm-hmm. There you go. So that's your safe pick of the week. Uh, my safe pick of the week. I'm going to go here. I'm now going to be renaming. I'm going to be rebranding this pick because I've realized now safe means something different for me. And I just keep defaulting into really square, mushy bets, which is just, that's a way of saying like the average better bet where like somebody just looks up and goes like, what the hell are you talking about? Cleveland is definitely two points better than Minnesota. And so that's where my square pick's going to go. The Cleveland Browns minus two over Minnesota. Minnesota's looked rough. They're missing Dalvin Cook still. Their defense has still not come around. And even though they just beat Seattle, which was interesting, Interesting, but I think it might say more about Seattle. And Cleveland's been an absolute juggernaut this year. I, I'm going to take the average Joe Public side of this and go with Cleveland minus two, even though my heart is ready to be broken. I think your heart's going to break. I, I think Minnesota's <laughs> going to win this game. <laughs> oh, there we go. See, okay, all right. You know me. I have no I have no belief whatsoever in the Cleveland Browns, and I know you are Andrew Cleveland Brown basketball. Uh, yes, I so, am. <laughs> That's know, my birth name, uh, yeah. Yeah. Take what I say with a grain of salt, but yeah, I got a feeling about those Vikings. See, yeah, I, I, this feels like the squarest bet I could possibly make. So here we go, Cleveland minus two. That is my square bet of the week, which really goes with the Panzerati Prince caveat of do not follow me into the pits of hell on this one. Do not follow me. <laughs> okay, so speaking of pits of hell and being spicy, where are we going with your spicy pick of the week? Okay, so okay. speaking of winless shitty teams, I'm looking at those guys in Indiana. Oh, yeah. To get their first win of the season, going down to Miami, plus two against the Dolphins, I'm taking the Colts, and here's why. Because the Colts are a talented team with a bunch of talented players playing like absolute shit. They have been so bad. (laughs) Like, so bad. Coming into this year, I thought this team could have one of the best defenses in the NFL. And they look like one of the worst defenses in in the NFL. However... If you look at their performance last week, yes, a lot of chinks in the armor, a lot of points given up, but the turnovers are starting. Mm. Three turnovers last week, and this team is finally starting to make plays because that's what they do. They gang tackle, and they cause turnovers. Okay. And that's how this team was so successful on defense last year. So we kind of got the first little taste of it against Tennessee. I mean, yes, you had Carson Wentz who could not even move. Right. I don't, I don't understand why you play a 50% cost in once. He was, yeah, yeah. He, he could do anything. Yeah, it makes no sense. But seems like his ankles are doing a little bit better. That's <laughs> why I'm taking them to go into Miami and beat the lowly Dolphins. Because, again, I think the Dolphins are also trash. I, I, okay, so two things about that. The first thing is the defense is not being helped by the oh, by the offense. It, it sucks when the defense has to be on the field for 65% of the game. That You're not helping your own team by doing that. Second thing, are you worried about a Jacoby Brissett revenge game? Is that what you're worried about? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. Just want. I just wanted to check. Okay. Okay. So, Panzeri Prince. I. You know. Obviously, I was thinking about you in two and zero, and I'm like thinking, how can I be like the Panzeri Prince? How can I get? How can I be two and zero? And so, obviously, with my spicy pick of the week, I'm going to be taking the Atlanta Falcons plus one and a half against Washington. And uh, because obviously, your your amount of success with Atlanta, I have to do this. Claps all around. Hey, maybe maybe uh, Atlanta will rise up for you and not for me, and then you could take the reins as the the new rise up guy of, on this podcast. My God, <laughs> I would. But you know what? I don't. I don't. I don't hate that pick. And obviously, I'm going to say that because I, for some reason, have some false belief in the Falcons year after year after year. <laughs> the football team is playing like absolute shit. Washington. And I mean, yeah, yeah. The Falcons I- are not playing well either, but I. I think they win at home. I I would hope so. You know, I I think kind of, you know, piggybacking on your indie thing, Washington's defense. Whoa, everyone was talking about Washington's defense like they're the 85 Bears. Oh, my God, they're going to be so incredible. And while their defensive line and the pressure they get is still very strong, 
Their secondary. Holy sm- What the hell is going on? And the only thing that Atlanta can do right now is throw the ball. So I think this is, might be a nice little even matchup. Home dog plus one and a half. Washington does not look good, and even though their offense can move the ball a little bit, Atlanta's defense has actually been a little bit better than people are giving it credit for. There's a little bit more turnover luck. Atlanta plus one and a half, a home dog. That feels like an actually good, defined, spicy pick. Hey, maybe we'll uh, see Kyle Pitts for the first time all year because I don't know where the hell he's been. What the and hell? Calvin Ridley too. Yep. Yeah, I I don't I don't get this. I don't I don't get the strategy behind Atlanta to go. We're gonna be good this year. That's why we're gonna keep Matt Ryan. That's why we're gonna we're gonna draft a tight end at six. We're gonna we're gonna be good this year. And then you don't even use him for God's sake. Then just get Justin Fields. What are you doing? Yeah, two targets for a guy who went in the top ten. I, yeah inexcusable how how do you expect to win football games how do you expect to grow your players and, and put trust in your players that you drafted that high um atlanta is a tire fire yeah i don't know why matt ryan's still there to yeah. be honest with you but um yeah I, washington is also a tire fire right now <laughs> so I, I like that bet well there we go so we're gonna take a little swerve there and go atlanta plus one and a half but pants right prince thank you so much for coming on we love you and we can't wait to talk to you next week we hope to talk to you next week at four and oh hell yeah you take it easy now we have on Charlie Chalk to make his lock of the week. Charlie Chalk, how you doing? Andrew, I'm doing great. Week four, yeah, NFL. Great. <laughs> Let's go. The chalk is looking good this week. Oh, we good. There's a lot of good chalk picks out there. So this must be this must be very enticing for you. Enticing, yes, but the chalk is somewhere very, very tight chalk, but I think I'm still taking the chalk mm. this week. So Okay. Well, why don't why let's not waste any more time? Why don't you lay it right on us? What do you what is your first? You know, Charlie Chalk Lock of the Week. Well, the Charlie Chalk Lock of the Week is a team I don't usually bet, and that is the Cleveland okay. Browns minus two oh. against Minnesota. Okay. Well, we are we are bedfellows in this one because I, I took Cleveland with the Pansbury Prince earlier, so we're both on Cleveland minus two. Andrew, you've learned something. You go with the chalk. <laughs> what is this Prince guy going to do? Nothing. Cleveland's got a good defense. Minnesota yes, has cousins, but I don't think he's, they've been up against a defense like Cleveland – People just don't pay attention to Cleveland, and they are a really good yep. football team. Yeah, I, I I agree with you completely, and I, I think highlighting the defense is really important. Their defense is really, really good, and I think with Dalvin Cook out for Minnesota, that really opens things up for Cleveland. I, I'm with you, and I just and I think yeah, Cleveland's the up-and-coming, not up-and-coming, they are a solid, solid team. Minnesota, they're not sure where they're going, so I've got Cleveland. You guys, I see. I do too. Do you do you know that you can still get positive odds right now for them to win to the the AFC North? Like, I think that's one of those ones where it's like, I don't know what else we need to see. It's not going to be Pittsburgh, and Baltimore almost lost to Detroit. So I I, I kind of don't understand. Well, that I so like that. I, I wasn't aware, but I like that because I really don't yeah. think Baltimore is that good of a team anyway. So one dimensional, and they no. can stop the guy. So yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you're gonna like one of my picks. I don't know. I'll just do it right yeah, now. Then go. I'm gonna take Baltimore plus one at Denver. Uh, this is just a swerve. This is just the thing is Denver. I've been on Denver. You've you've heard me every week here for. I've been taking Denver every week, and I've been enjoying the the money that they've made us. But they their schedule has been really soft, like really soft. It's Jacksonville, then it's the Giants, then it's you know they, they've played the Jets already. So it 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 hasn't been a very good schedule. And while they've looked really good, you're supposed to look really good against those teams. Baltimore at least is a different look and getting the point. I just I I'm gonna swerve where everyone else is gonna go here, and I'm gonna go with Baltimore plus. One. Well, okay, uh, you, good. If anything, I, and I don't want to give out anything extra, but it, it, Denver is okay. three and zero to the under, um, so that might help because Ooh. Baltimore is really not that good a team. So no, and they they have trouble putting up points. Yeah, I, I give you on that. Yeah. One. 
Yeah. Okay. So where are you going okay, with your second? Okay. Another pick? another chalk bet. Surprisingly, but I guess okay. this shows that Atlanta is such a bad team that Washington's favored by one and a half <laughs> points. And there's chalk again. Again, I'm betting on against a weak team, a crummy team. Um, Ryan's no good anymore. He reminds. He's like mm. Ben. And uh, Washington again, uh. their defense. Um, it's going to be a tight game, um, as it shows. I just think that the Washington defense hasn't come around, and they're going to be great. And um, I think mm. they'll they'll get by them. That's what will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you're taking two road favorites so far, too. Just interesting. Well, but uh, yeah, very slight. But yes, let's go with it. Very, very slight. Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. Very slight. Yeah, yeah. So I actually countered you on the previous segment, and that's only just because Washington's defense is supposed to be really good. They are getting pressure. The defensive line is really good, but that's secondary. Ooh, yeah. secondary is no good. The problem is Atlanta might just not be very good. So I don't really know where that one's going. But I took Washington. I took excuse me. I took Atlanta in the preseason. Well, you're curving all Washington. over. You're curving all over. I really there. am. I don't know. I'm, Maybe you should get me ahead of the prince, and then you won't get infected by him and his betting because there's something very wrong this week. <laughs> but well, let's see what happens with my third bet. Okay. Okay, we'll see. Okay, so you know what? I'll I'll go next because you want to talk about swerving. Here's another just capital capitalist word. Wow. I'm gonna go with Seattle plus three. At, at on the road, excuse me, at San Francisco. Seattle looked terrible last week. They've looked awful this whole year. Their defense is not coming around. Their offense has not been as, as as potent as it has been in the past. And yet, and yet, I think Seattle can keep these games close. Kyle Shanahan has trouble playing Seattle. And and even though even though Pete Carroll's Seattle Seahawks have not looked really good this year, I think the plus three is a nice way of uh, swerving the public because I think everyone is going to be on San Francisco. I, and so they should be. Um, oh, I, I don't know. Maybe it'll be an overbet because, but I, Seattle's mm. really been disappointing. Yeah. Um, they're supposed to have a hurry up offense, and um, maybe yep. they, it'll be 52. I'd take the over. Seattle really hasn't impressed too many people. But listen, if no. you're curving and swerving, then go for it. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. That's going to be my second pick. And where are you going with your third pick? Well, my third pick, I'm going to Lambeau. And I'm taking uh, Green Bay <laughs> minus six and a half against another team that is just Pittsburgh, no quarterback, good defense, maybe even great defense. But I'll tell you what, Rodgers has got something to prove to a lot of people, and he's out there, and, and I think they yeah. can pick him apart. And Pittsburgh can't score. And uh, Green no. Bay is going to be going crazy. I think it's, I think this would be my lock of the week. Oh wow! Yes. Okay, so Green Bay minus six and a half yes. lock of the week. I would, and also speaking of lock, I would lock it in early until that number moves to seven and gets the full oh, touchdown. Okay. Um, so the other one too, I'd watch out for too is it T.J. Watt's health uh, coming back with Pittsburgh. He really is the captain of that defense, and good God, he plays like legitimately four different positions. He's all over the place. So if he's still out, that looks really good for Rodgers having time back there. Well, and then if you said that, maybe if he is in, maybe that price might go down a bit too. I don't well, know. So yeah, we'll, that's, we'll, we'll that's wait and see. I don't know what the weather's going to be like okay. in Green Bay, but um, yeah, I think that's the that's the bet of the week. Okay, well, there you go. So for my third pick of the week, and this is definitely maybe the most unsexy pick that I could be giving here, is Houston at Buffalo. We're going to be going the under 47 and a half. Under 47 and a half only because Buffalo, while everyone wants to talk about Josh Allen and the offense, and they should, they looked really good in the last couple of weeks, uh, is that defense is come to re- come around in a huge way, and I just think Davis Mills looked terrible last week. And so if he's quarterbacking again, you gotta love the under in the very inhospitable place of Buffalo, New York. So uh, I'm gonna go with the under 47. I can't believe the number is that high to be honest, and uh, and feel really good about it. Life's too short for the unders, but you got to make some money eventually. Absolutely, and, and just one on Buffalo. Yeah. Buff. 
You've got Allen is plus 2,000 to lead the league yeah. in yardage this year at this point. Mm. And I'll tell you, you're going to play teams like Houston and that it might be something to look at down there. I mean, he, yeah. he's, he's right there now and they are one awesome football team. So um, yeah, they really are. we can uh, just uh, an interest, but 16 points is a lot of points, but uh, you know, Hey, it happens. It, it will happen. So, well, I just heads up. You're not used to seeing it a week four that we're in right now, but lines that big. Don't do it. Stay away from lines that big. Stay away from 16s and 17s. And eventually when we get a 20, eventually just stay away from those lines. Do not, that is not worth your time. I agree with you, what you're saying, but if you look at last week, uh, 16 was nothing for Buffalo and, uh, that's true. you know, the last two weeks, you know, so, yeah, but, but I agree with you. Those double digits are dangerous, especially on the yeah, road, oh yeah, on the road. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Charlie Chalk, we hope you lock it up this week, and we can't wait to talk to you. A winning winning man next week. All right. Thanks, Andrew, for having <laughs> me on. Talk to you. Hey, no worries. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, that's it. That's all for Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear the Gambler's Tease of the Week, you can go over to at Losing Money WAB, where we're going to be posting his pick and the rest of the picks from this episode. Plus, you get free daily picks. We make free daily picks over at Losing Money WAB, Twitter, Instagram. You can't wait for each episode to come out every week. You don't have to. We give you free picks every day at Losing Money WAB. But thank you so much for listening to Losing Money with Andrew Bascom. Can you please rate, subscribe, review, do whatever you need to do on the podcast platform of your choice. But don't forget to have fun losing money on week four of the NFL. We'll see you later, losers.